Welcome to The Coaching Quotient. I'm Darby Allison, career coach in Kelly Graduate Career Services. And I'm Suzanne Fedor, also a career coach in GCS. This week's episode of The Coaching Quotient is a bonus episode. So we've spent this season talking about networking and how at its most simple form, it's relationship building. And today we have three very special guests, Executive Director of GCS, Eric Johnson, and his two children, Brayden and Sienna. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi. So we brought them on this episode to get a fresh perspective on networking. And who better to give us this perspective than not only our director's children, but the future generation of networkers. For Braden and Sienna, before we get to your dad's take on this, we want to hear what you guys have to say. So the first season of our podcast, Suzanne and I have talked to listeners about how networking is basically building relationships that are mutually beneficial, which to us sounds a lot like friendship. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah. So we have decided that you two are our resident experts on friendship and that our audience would like to hear your perspective. So what I want to know is, are you ready some, for some questions? Sure. I'm always ready. Okay, <laughs> awesome. That's what we like to hear. Okay, so I'm going to kick things off. So, Brayden, this one's for you. How do you decide you want to be friends with someone? Uh, probably when they do something nice to you. Like or what? Help you with something. Like one time I was playing dodgeball and my friend and I teamed up and got everybody out. Oh my gosh, I won't go into this, but I've had painful memories from dodgeball. <laughs> yes. I think any girl who's ever been in a PE class has painful memories from dodgeball. Yes. I can't yes. believe they still play that, actually. It seems a little cruel. It's totally does. So I'm curious about Sienna, how you decide you want to be friends with someone. Well, this is my best friend, Chloe. And, um, well, I don't really know. If they're just nice to you and they do something to help you, if somebody's really nice, then you should become friends with them. Yes, interesting to me is that you both mentioned help, mm -hmm. right? Which means somebody's giving you something. Yes. Kind of cool, kind of related to networking. Definitely related to networking. Because we've talked about before how in networking people want to help and people want to do nice things, like you've said, for people that they care about. So I have kind of a follow-up question um, because, of course, I mentioned that I'm a little nervous right now. I like to enter the cone of silence. Can yes. I enter the cone of silence? Suzanne and I are going into the cone of silence. Our executive director is here right now, and I'm a little bit nervous about it. So I'm going to ask his kids how they deal with nerves. Such a good question. Such a good and we're going to take copious notes okay. so that we can handle our nerves right now. Deal, because nerves also happen in networking. So, Sienna... I'd love to know when you're in a situation where you're nervous, what are the things you do to be calm? Take deep breaths. <sighs> totally worked. What else? Um, if I'm at gymnastics and I'm nervous about doing th things, I tell myself I can do it. And did you do it today? No. But you totally rocked it, I bet. So that was a yes. Except for when I'm doing a back tuck into the pit, I don't. I get scared about that, and I don't do it. Oh my gosh, which is interesting. Which shows, like, sometimes when we're scared, it can make us not do something. Yeah, little. Yeah, but you seem to me to be very brave. I know. I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had a camera in here. 
So, Brayden, what's your advice to somebody when they feel nervous? Uh, take a deep breath, stretch a little, and then just do it. Do you always follow that advice? Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Do you guys ever get nervous when you want to make a new friend? It's like you see someone that you want to make friends with, and you're like... A little. Yeah? Yeah. What do you do to get over those jitters? I walk up to the person and I talk to them. How do you start that conversation? Hi, how are you? Oh, as simple as that. Mm-hmm. How are you, Darby? <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit better, a little I less nervous. Too. I'm so glad you guys are here. Oh my gosh, you guys okay. cured our nerves. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We couldn't have done it without you guys. I know. <laughs> so I'm skipping around a little bit. I'm going to ask, when you met Chloe and Chloe, when you met Sienna, what were things that you talked about? Like, how did that friendship start? Well, we didn't really talk that much. We just decided to start playing something. Oh, wow. How interesting that an activity can happen first. Awesome. Did you meet through gymnastics? No. How'd you but, meet? Well, it was at school. Well, we both go to the same school, and we've known each other, and we were in the same class, and we were friends, and then... One day, it was P.E. in fourth grade, and um, we were, me and my friend Stella uh, were playing volleyball because we were bored of everything else, and then <laughs> Chloe came and joined us, and then we decided to play a different game, and um, I had on a locket, and we pretended it was magic, and it could turn us into <laughs> animals like phoenixes and unicorns and foxes. And then we, um, and then uh, we just, I decided to make two more lockets to give to Stella and Chloe, so it would be easier. And then we became oh. friends. I love that story so much. That is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. But it also made me think of two. So you were you were talking or playing with one friend, and then another friend came up, and you you worked her into the activity that you were doing. And we've talked about that with being a gracious networker. And if you see someone on the side, you may be having a conversation with someone. Bring that person in and include them in the conversation. It also shows um, there's this thing you guys call happenstance. You know where you you could meet somebody and you think I. I don't know why, but I think they could be a good friend. And then you get to know them, and then Stella becomes friends with Chloe, and and like there's more in that friendship that you ever thought, right? And it happens Absolutely. in networking too, and it's such a, such a great example of that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Braden, spotlight's on you now. So your best friend isn't here, but can you tell us about your best friend? Well, my best friend, his name is Evan, and we were friends probably because. We race together. Mm-hmm. Um, we pretty much do every race we go to together. We try and park close to each other. And then when we're not at the racetrack, we text about strategies to do. So, yeah, he's pretty cool. So you met Evan through racing? Yeah. Nice. Talk about how you can make a connection through common interest. Mm-hmm. And how you can continue to build that connection, that relationship based on mutual interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to know, Eric, do you have a thought on that? Well, you tell him how you and Evan became friends. Oh, yeah. We became friends because one weekend we were at the racetrack practicing. And my dad, uh, I think you were asking 
what gear they were running, right? Yeah, he was asking what, like, gear they were running. And their dad introduced me to his son. And then this was back when water bottle flips were funny. And I flipped my water bottle in front of Evan. And we just laughed about it for, like, an hour. <laughs> That's so fun. And how long have you been friends with him? About a year. Okay. Wow. And Sienna, how long have you been friends with Chloe? Well, about two years. Mm-hmm. We were, we're going on the fourth grade, but we were in the same class in third grade also. So. It's amazing how time and, like, repeated time with somebody, yeah. right? Absolutely. Can I just say, yes, I, I'm probably going to date myself here. What is a water bottle flip? Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you were. Di- I'm so distracted. Like, I'm going to nod and act cool. <laughs> and the, do you mind explaining? We're not cool. We yes. Does anybody have a water bottle? Um, lid on. I'm putting yeah. the lid on right now. Zach's <laughs> like, I'm on it. Good at this I'm kind of stuff. give you all a bird's eye view that Sienna is going to show us what a water bottle flip is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Watch okay, your not ready? land. I'm probably going to fail this. I'm really bad. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is it so it lands on the Yeah, bottom? you want to get it on the bottom or the land cap? It like this, like... Yeah, wait, let me see it. No. Yeah. Is it cooler if you land it on the cap? Yeah. How did um, it just was on the table right now? So, so to it? explain, you all probably know what a water bottle flip is if you're listening to this right now, but I we feel, didn't know. I feel so uncool for not knowing what but this you is. Know what? Okay. I've heard that water bottle flipping is so 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're way so past. So we need to come up with a new thing <laughs> of what it is. I'm really glad you asked that. Yeah, I, I had to because my focus was going to be on what the heck is a water bottle flip for the yeah. rest of the episode. So yeah. I was like, I've got to get rid of this. So thank you for making us feel slightly more cool. There was something that should be um, 2018. Okay. It is something called a cannon dive. What's that? It is <laughs> <laughs> yesterday me and Chloe were swimming at her grandma and grandpa's pool and I put on, fl- and, um, she had flippers, so I put on the flippers <laughs> and um, they have this thing that holds their pool cover. It's a big box and um, I got on top of it and jumped into the pool flippers first and kept my feet like this and they went in they went in and then the flippers when they tried to sink they just went back and it's really fun and and while you're jumping you have to say cannon dive. We, we used to do that when I was little. What? But, but not with flippers. It was just like a... Cannonball? Cannonball or can opener was the thing. Can opener. Can opener. What is... I'm cool. You no, are can, cool. Can From can the opener, mouths of babes, vintage, I am cool. Can vintage op- cool. Is there can a difference? Can opener is this. It, we just had like a demonstration a in the studio. No, so there's a difference. That's them. the difference between a can opener and a cannon dive. Well, a cannon, a can opener, I think, is when you you bend one knee up, you keep one leg straight, and you wrap your arms around that that leg, and a cannon dive. I need a visual for mm-hmm, it to mm-hmm. understand. A I cannon think. dive is where you just jump in and uh in like this. Well, like a cannonball, but with flippers. It's a cannonball. A cannon dive is where you like you jump with without you don't do this, you just do this. Oh. You know what? I feel like this is a metaphor for networking and friendships because no matter how you do it, you just have to dive in. You sure do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sometimes you just you can't plan it. You've just got to be brave and jump in. So I'll do a final. Um, we're so grateful to have you guys with us today. And we need to hear 
Eric's wisdom uh, to, to wrap up the podcast, but we wanted to ask you really quickly, do you have any tips on creating friendships or meeting new people? Like you're like, these are the things that I do. We'd love to hear your advice. Chloe should answer this one. Yes, Chloe. Yeah. Chloe, jump in. Um, you could ask to play with them. Okay. Um, and then that might start the friendship. Okay. So if they're doing something and, and you say, hey, that looks interesting to me, you can just be like, hey, can I, like, what are you guys doing? I want to I wanna check this out. Mm-hmm. That's great advice, Chloe. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, if they fall down, you could help them up. Mm. Literally yeah. and metaphorically. Problem solving. Yeah, that's so true. Absolutely. Brayden, what do you think? Uh, find a way through common interest. Genius. Mm-hmm. You can tell that you're Eric's kids. Mm-hmm. You guys have great answers. Sometimes so. that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh oh. Oh no. Probably not tonight. <laughs> so, Eric, we would love to hear your perspective as our executive director and as Dharma dad on how to bring the good natural communication that we knew as kids to the table as adults. And we welcome any stories regarding your kids on like good communication, communication successes. What I appreciate about kids and what I've learned a lot from mine is keep it simple. I think for whatever reason, as adults, we overthink things, we overcomplicate things. We're always looking for angles. We're always thinking about what's the worst that can happen. And I feel like when I watch my kids, they keep it simple. Somebody falls down, they help them up. Somebody's not being included, say, hey, Chloe, why don't you answer this one? Mm-hmm. And I think that um, what I like about my kids is they're always filled with hope. It's always what's the best that can happen. Man, if I meet Evan, I have a friend at every race. And then two teams can share information and we can be better at carding. If I'm playing with one other person and a second person joins me, that's more than twice as much fun because three of us can do a lot more things than two of us can. And I feel like... As adults, and often what I see in a lot of our students is we're always saying, oh my gosh, but here's the bad thing that can happen if I talk to this person. Or what yeah. if they don't like me? Or what if they don't want to play my game? It, I, I feel like that's the thing I've learned the most from kids is keep it simple and what's the best that can happen. And it totally changes the mindset and everything we do. Awesome advice, as always. So we hope... Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That is my sentence, not yours. Oh, wait, what's, what sentence? Well, thank you. Oh. <laughs> I do it way better than he does. <laughs> well, we hoped that you all enjoyed this bonus episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. And here's to the coaching quotient, helping support the best you in career and life. I'm Suzanne Fedor with Kelly GCS. And I'm Darby Allison. We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. We should all do it at once. One, two, three. Bye! Bye.